What's up, everybody? We are back. Uh, and I guess it's my turn to go first. So I brought something uh, I think <laughs> it's awesome to the table. I guess we'll see what you think. Um, you ever heard of Catherine Knight? No. Okay. Uh, Catherine Knight was born and raised in an unconventional and dysfunctional family environment. Of course, Her mother, Barbara, I'm going to butcher this, Ruffin or Rugen, <laughs> had been married to Jack Rugen and lived with him in a small town of Aberdeen and South Wales, Hunter Valley. Uh, Barbara and Jack had four sons before Barbara began an adulterous relationship with Ken Knight, a friend and co-worker of her husband. All right, rough start. She's already a classy lady. Class act. <laughs> um, local backlash forced Barbara and Ken to leave Aberdeen and move to Moree. Uh, none of her four sons went with her. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Is it really, are you telling the real life story of Barbie and Ken? <laughs> I didn't even fucking think about that. It is Barbie and Ken. Well, Barbara, technically the story's about Catherine, but this is the story about her mother. So, yeah, whatever. Um, all right, so first of all, I don't even think you noticed this because you were just thinking about Barbie and Ken, but... Right off the bat, she's an adulterer, and she, none of her four kids went with her, so she just straight up dip, like ditched them okay. <laughs> right from the get-go. Uh, Barbara had four additional children with Ken. Is okay, that eight? So she's at eight. Eight, okay, including a pair of twin girls born in 1955 in Tenterfield. Uh, Catherine Knight, uh, excuse me, was the younger... Of the twin daughters. Okay, so there's where Catherine comes into the story. Okay. At birth, she comes into the story. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The only person whom Catherine Knight was close to was her uncle, Oscar, who was a champion horseman, which is completely irrelevant. <laughs> she was devastated when he committed suicide in 1969 and continues to maintain that his ghost visits her. A little paranormal in there. Okay. Um, again, not really relevant, but... I like the ghost <laughs> portion of it. Uh, when she attended Moosewellbrook, <laughs> Moosewellbrook High School, Knight became a loner and as remembered by her classmates as a bully who stood over smaller children. She assaulted at least one boy at school with a weapon and once was injured by a teacher who subs subsequently found to have acted in self-defense. All right. Upon leaving school at 15, without having learned to read or write, she gained employment as a cutter in a clothing factory. Twelve months later, she left to start what she referred to as her dream job, cutting up offal at the local abattoir. Now, do you, I had to Google it. Do you know what the fuck offal or abattoir, and I could be butchered abattoir, means or is? Yeah, I think I do, but go ahead and tell me why. Well, oval is like innards, like, entered, like yeah, guts and. But an avatar is like a butcher. Or yeah, like, exactly. It's yeah. a butcher, and offal is the innards or the guts that are used for food to make food right. or whatever. Chuck, uh, there she was. Isn't isn't it more of like a? It's not really a butcher as much as it's like a like a food prepper. Like so, they send shit off to a butcher. So like they do like the the initial cleaning up of like an animal and then they send like the chunk of like ribs to a butcher and the butcher cleaves the the individual ribs i think that's the difference fair enough i, I don't think that's know. the only real distinction between the two like one's like mass production and the other one's like more defined all right so i think the important thing here is the fact that she her dream job, is her dream job. Yeah, yeah she it's, you know <laughs> she was quickly promoted to boning and was given <laughs> sorry i'm not gonna fucking fucking phrasing <laughs> all so over mature the yeah. boning you said Barbie and Ken in the boning story. Oh, Lord. All right. There she was quickly promoted to boning as she was given her own set of butcher knives. At home, the knives were hung over her bed so that, and this is quotes, would always be handy if needed, if I needed them. Okay. For all those late night butchering needs that come up out of the blue while you're in bed. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, jump ahead to 73. Knight first met hard drinking coworker David Stanford Kellett. Okay. <laughs> that, that's so proper in england man they got like they use their whole like official name like yeah well we're in australia is this australia yeah i believe so okay uh it was south wales and then i believe wales is in wales yeah. is in europe bro i yeah I, so they started in wales but i'm pretty sure they're about to move okay. yeah they're in they're in australia at this okay. point okay 
or they're going to be. Don't fucking. Yeah, I don't know. It's not. It's not important. <laughs> okay, locale doesn't does not play not, a big not, role. Not so much in this, and yet okay. you'll you'll have to. It's, it's a rough start. I know it's kind of boring, but trust me, just just hang on. Okay, hang on. Uh, Knight married Colette in 1974 at her request with a couple arriving at the service on her motorcycle with a very intoxicated Colette on the pillion. Uh, I understood half of that sentence. Basically, the husband showed up pissed drunk on a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Um, As soon as they arrived, Knight's mother, Barbara, Barbie, uh, gave Colette, the husband, some advice. The old girl said to me, watch out. You better watch this one or she'll fucking kill you. (laughs) <laughs> stir her up the wrong way or do the wrong thing and you're fucked don't ever think of playing up playing up on her cheating on her uh, she'll fucking kill you and that was her mother talking she told me she's got something loose she's got a screw loose somewhere okay so i mean i guess i can kind of see the mother like this doing her due di- i mean she knows the daughter very well so maybe this is just a general warning to the husband that, to be but I think it could also be like the mother, like, oh, don't shoot at my daughter, you know, like giving him like that warning, like, eh, you know. Yeah, her words were pretty selective, and she said she's going to fucking kill you if you do it. Yeah, so I think yeah. part of it's the mother going, dude, my daughter's insane. Yeah. And I'm like, just giving you're, you a heads you're, up. You're, you're picking poorly here, bro. Yeah. Uh, on their wedding night, <laughs> Knight tried to strangle Colette. <laughs> she later explained it was because he fell asleep after only having intercourse three times. Jesus. Right. Okay. The marriage proved particularly violent, and on one occasion, a heavily pregnant knight burned all of Colette's clothing and shoes before hitting him, hitting him across the back of the head with a frying pan, simply because he had arrived home late from a darts competition after reaching the finals. <laughs> Some of the details in this are pretty funny, and I'm reading them for the first time. As mm-hmm. um, so back up, heavily pregnant. Burns all his clothes. Nine? That's the ninth kid? She's had eight? She's... No, or the mother had eight. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mother had eight. This is like... This is her first, I guess. This, this is... This At is, least they were. This is the um, unsubstantiated psychopath's first child, I believe. <laughs> Fuck, dude. My research skills are on point this evening. <laughs> all right. In May 76, shortly after the birth of her first child, Melissa Ann... Colette left her for another woman and moved to Queensland, apparently unable to cope with Knight's abuse. The next day, Knight was seen pushing her new baby in a pram down the main street, violently throwing the pram from side to side. (laughs) Jesus. She was admitted to St. Elmo's Hospital in Tamworth, where she was diagnosed with postnatal depression. I mean, fuck, dude. Like, they told us about postnatal depression. I don't think that violently... I don't know, man. There's you, it's a you, little. There's at least like excessive. one story every couple months where you hear about a mom who has postpartum and she's just like puts the kid under the fucking car, or, God you know, damn. something fucking crazy. I, that's the first I'm hearing about that. Thank yeah. God, but that's fucked. Uh, all right, so uh, let's see here. Uh, side is that she was admitted to the hospital for depression after uh, spent several weeks there recovering. After being released. Knight placed two-month-old Melissa on a railway line shortly before a train was due. Then she, <laughs> she then stole... That's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing, but uh, I think it's my defense mechanism. She then stole an axe, went into town, and threatened to kill several people. A man known in the district as Old Ted... <laughs> fucking name. Young Ted was busy that night. We oh, had to go get Old Ted. Who Old Ted, who was foraging near the railway line found and rescued Melissa, by all accounts, only minutes before the train passed. Knight was... Uh, okay, only minutes before... Have it's all... No, no matter what, <laughs> until the train passes, there's only minutes before the fucking train passes. But That's okay. true. It could be fucking 45 minutes before the train... Only minutes before the train... I know what they're trying to say, but... Alright. Well, it's Wikipedia. It's not even... They're not trying to build suspense even, so... It, you know. Well, I mean, they're kind of, you're reading it, so they're they're trying to get somebody to continue to read. Knight was arrested and again taken to St. Elmo's Hospital, but apparently recovered, signed herself out the following day. Well, they just, okay. A day. And they said, and she signed herself out, mind you. Like, no, 
very strict policies at St. Elmo's Hospital. I mean, they've already failed us, failed the team once, you know, and then they send <laughs> her back. And then, so, I mean, I would say like the old adage, you know, fool me once, blah blah blah. Yeah, like, right. at some point, this. I mean, this gets back to the last story where it's like, at some point, there's just a bunch of drunk staff members who don't give a shit about the job. That's <laughs> true. Get the fuck out of here anyway. Just, I'm I don't done. want to deal with her. I'm done. Fuck her. Straight uh, jackets are all full. Exactly. No room in the... All right. A few days later, Knight slashed the face of a woman <laughs> as soon as she got out. Man, she did. She just amped it up, man. She's like zero to fucking 100 immediately. Yeah. If she ends back in that fucking hospital, they better know better. Right, a few days later, Knight slashed the face of a woman with one of her knives and demanded she drive her to Queensland to find Colette. The woman escaped after they stopped at a service station, but by the time the police arrived, Knight had taken a young boy hostage (laughs) (laughs) and was threatening him with the knife. She was disarmed when police attacked her with brooms and admitted that the brooms? Yeah, dude, I couldn't go past it. Brooms. Okay. Yeah, that's not the implement of most interventions by police officers <laughs> and law enforcement. Maybe that's what they call their in the seventies. Well, in the 70s, mm-hmm. I guess, in Australia, a broom was handy. <laughs> well, and that's what it says. All right, so the cops with the brooms, well, it worked because it says that they disarmed her. Uh, and, okay, so the cops attacked her with the brooms and she was admitted to the Morissette Psychiatric Hospital. At least it's a different hospital. Uh, Knight told the nurses she had intended to kill the mechanic at the service station because he had repaired Colette's car, which had allowed him to leave, and then kill both her husband and his mother when she arrived in Queensland. (laughs) When police informed Colette of the incident, he left his girlfriend and moved to Aberdeen with his mother to support Knight. So he moves back into the picture. Yeah, he moved back in after after hearing about the psycho... Interesting choice. Interesting life choice. Well, then he fucking deserves whatever's gone. Um, I don't know if we can say that, but well, at least um, some, at least on the side of intelligence, like keeping yourself out of the fire. <laughs> Dude, don't I mean, back but, in with her. But his kids there. I guess I can eh, see that. That's fair. So he's All a good right. dad. I misspoke. I, didn't I don't think know if he's kids. a good dad, but we'll say that <laughs> we're gonna err on the side of caution and say he's going back in for the kid. He's going. He's back already the left kid. once. Yeah, that's true. But well, I would leave too. I hate to say, it, but the first time I would have left with the kid. Yeah, because the mom's yeah. a psycho. All right, so Knight was released on night uh, on August the ninth, nineteen seventy six, into the care of her mother in law, and along with Colette, moved to Woodridge, a suburb of Brisbane, where she obtained a job at the Denmore Meatwork in nearby Ipswich. <laughs> it's a mouthful. On March 6, 1980, they had another daughter, Natasha Marie. In 1984, Knight left Colette and moved first to her parents' house in Aberdeen, then to a rented house in nearby Muswellbrook. Knight met 38, so she left. Okay, after so she's all got that. two kids. She's tried to kill him at least once. At least once. Physically. She's threatened to kill him more than once. Yes. Okay. And so she's the one who And he came back and she leaves this time. Okay. Okay. So Knight met 38-year-old David Saunders in 1986. A few months later, he moved in with her and her daughters. Two daughters, I believe. Although he kept his old apartment in Scone. Knight's... Smart man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Knight soon became jealous regarding what he did when she was not around and would often throw him out. (laughs) Good thing he's got that place in Scone. In Scone. (laughs) Scone is happening. Uh, He moved back to his apartment, where she would invariably follow and beg him to return. (laughs) In May 1987, oh boy, she cut the throat of his two-month-old dingo pup in front of him for no more reason than as an example of what would happen if he ever had an affair. Oh my god, okay, before going on to knock him unconscious with a frying pan. That was uh, a... Okay, why is this lady's <laughs> weapon of choice a frying she pan? Was... I mean, don't get me wrong, I guess it is a, is a easily versatile... Accessible, maybe? Yeah, easily know. accessible. I mean, she had to borrow an axe earlier, so... Or she used it once and found it, you yeah, know... She was like, oh, I can, I can wield this thing with... 
pretty decent effectiveness. I'm skilled with the pan. Um, well, hold on. We just jumped past the fact that, and we talked about this last time. The dingo, the dog. The dog. That, that got okay. me. I mean, the frying pan, I, I skipped over okay. that because I'm going, you, she slit the puppy's throat in front of me. You read that whole thing and you got puppy out of it. I read you. I heard that whole thing, and the only word that keyed in my head was dingo. Dingo ate the baby. That's like that's like saying um, <laughs> we've got your your land dwelling chainsaw. <laughs> like and we're gonna. Kill. I'm not saying they're not. Well, no, it's not it, a dog. It but, says his two month old dingo pup. Uh, okay, I'm just that's a fucking puppy. I, 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 I mean, I, I'm not. And a dingo I, isn't that the, the super cute like. No, dude, dingoes. A dingo ate your baby. You're right. Yeah, those, wild dog. Yeah, it's a wild oh, fucking right, dog. Okay. It's like saying like you got a hyena as a pet. <laughs> and, and, a two month old hy- hyena getting its throat. I, yeah, slit dude, I'm good. It's still fucked. I, I mean, it's not that fucked. It's fucked. I'm sorry, Peta. Whatever, but it's not that fucked. Ooh, note to self. All right, in June, uh, we'll see. They said I, if they just said like English bulldog puppy. All right, man, I'm on board. That's that's <laughs> fucked. But, like, the minute that Dingo got into the equation, I'm like, eh. It's an ugly puppy. It doesn't count. I'm not saying it's ugly. Um, I'm saying it's a vicious animal. It's un- It's not domesticated. Not domesticated. Well, this one clearly was. It'll eat your baby. It was his pup. And that's exactly what I like. It'll eat your baby. Dingo ate your baby. Yeah. Like, and she's got two babies, man. She's... Two babies. She, that's true. So, it was all for the kids. I will say, it's a very strong post-it note of life, <laughs> killing someone's dog in front of them with a knife, but um, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I, she's I, fucked. I read, you read Puppy, I heard Dingo. That, that's that's where we're leaving that one. All right, fair enough. All right, in June 1988, she gave birth to a third daughter, Sarah, which prompted Saunders to put a deposit on a house. Oh, Ew. big spender. Yeah, Knight paid off the deposit when her workers' compensation came through in 1989. Please tell me what you got workers count for. You know what? It doesn't. Son of a bitch. It's got to be something fucked, man. It does. But, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, so Knight decorated the house throughout with animal skins, skulls, horns, rusty animal traps, leather jackets, old boots, machetes, rakes, and pitchforks. No space, including the ceiling, was left uncovered. Okay. Okay. So that sounds weird. Yeah, just but you go anywhere it. in the southwest of the United States, and that's like the normal decor. <laughs> uh, there is you're nothing. Right. There's nothing weird about seeing a you know cow Old skull, animal or traps, or rattler head, and ta- the taxidermy still happens well, in the so United the, States. The, if it was like stuffed animals, and of course, shit like skins doesn't really bother me like animal skins because shit people use them as rugs and you know I'm, we're in kentucky the deer yeah. on the walls and shit people people skins on the wall that that's that's when we're getting some business that's where we're getting no it doesn't say that either i did not misread i don't know i, I still think it paints a picture of you know the skulls and the rusty animal traps I, i'm thinking immediately texas chainsaw massacre-esque decor in decor yes. um so that's and I enjoy, you know. I didn't say I'm gonna with... be Airbnb this place. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, I've seen weirder houses. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> After an argument where she hit Saunders in the face with an iron before stabbing, Jesus Christ! Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Okay, let's read that again. After an argument where she hit Saunders in the face with an iron before stabbing him in the stomach with a pair of scissors. He moved back to Scone. <laughs> well, he lived. <laughs> he did live. But when he later returned home, he found she had cut up all his clothes. Okay. Well, all right. Better than his kid, but... <laughs> like, Right. <laughs> Saunders took long service leave and went into hiding. Well, there you go. Knight tried to find him, but no one admitted to knowing where his whereabouts I wouldn't either. Uh, yeah, right. If you, you're looking out for your boy. Dick like, move. Thanks like, for telling Yeah. <laughs> you're looking out for your boy like, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Get so, under the stairs. <laughs> did I not? Did I leave out the part? She hit me with an iron and stabbed yeah, me with scissors. Me. Slit my dog's throat. All right. Several months later, Saunders returned to see his daughter and found that Knight had gone to the police and unjustly told them she was afraid of him. They issued her, <laughs> they issued her an apprehended violence order against him. Jesus. Okay. All right, and so they kind of leave it at that. So I'm assuming that just ended where he's out of the picture at this point. But, hey, good news. He survived her. So uh, Next comes in 1990, Knight became pregnant. <laughs> wow. By 43-year-old former abattoir. 
former butcher, I'm going to go ahead, uh, co-worker John Chillingworth, and gave birth the following year to a boy named Eric. Hey, there it is. Is that, is, that why, is that why we're doing this That's story? the whole reason. The no, whole reason we're not doing even this story. Uh, their relationship lasted three years before she left him for a man she had been having an affair with for some time, John Price. All right, and that's literally all there is about this John Chillingsworth. But she had a kid with him. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's it. So <laughs> it's weird to me that they just, they're leaving the kid out. He's not, a, you know, there's three now? Four. Four, I'm right? sorry, yeah. because yeah, she had two with yeah. the one dude. She had one with Saunders. This guy, Chilling, Chillingsworth. Chillingsworth. Chillingsworth the third. <laughs> no, uh, he's number four, right? Yeah, he's I think, I think so. I mean, even if it's three or four or two, she's horrible. She's, I mean, <laughs> she, it's just getting worse she, by the... She doesn't have a great track record. No, I, she I doesn't. I will say that. All right. So John Price. Char- John Charles Thomas Price. Uh, born January 6th, 1955, was the father of three children when Knight had had an affair with him. Reputably, a terrific bloke, and that's in quotation marks, and that was an awesome Australian accent, I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> terrific bloke. Like everyone who knew him, his own marriage had ended in 1988. Like everyone that knew him? Yeah, I think I stopped in the middle of the what, sentence. What, what happened in 1988 that everyone's know. just getting divorced? Everybody's like, you're a great bloke. Everyone in Australia got sent papers <laughs> to divorce their, their significant other. <laughs> While his two-year-old daughter had remained with his former wife, the two older children lived with him. Price was well aware of Knight's violent reputation as she moved into this house in 1995. Holy fuck. So he knew about this, and still, something's wrong with these men, too. Think about that. Uh, Price was... was, His children liked her. Mm. He was making a lot of money working in the local mines, and apart from the violent arguments, at first, life was a bunch of roses. (laughs) They put that in quotations as well. In 1998, what's... What's kind of crazy about this, though, is 1998, I mean, in comparison to most of the other stuff I researched, that's not that old. I mean, it's a right. fairly recent. And, and But anyway, in 1998, Knight and Price fought over his refusal to marry her. In retaliation, she videotaped items he had allegedly stolen from work and sent the tapes to his boss. Um, and I'll skip this long part. She, she got him fired. Okay. Because she's pissed. Which, and it's funny, I watched a little bit of a documentary on this, and they made a huge deal like that can't do that to a man you know like you took his livelihood and all this and i, I was kind of like well i mean if she anything, didn't stab him and I'm, she hasn't hit him with I'm, anything so to me that's the dude winning a really lucrative lawsuit for wrongful termination but whatever we can move we can move past yeah <laughs> price was fired for the job he had held 17 years his boss in a China. same day he kicked her out and she returned to her own home while news of what she had done spread throughout the town few months later, Price restarted the relationship. Good Lord. The the better point of this story is the the ridiculousness of the guys that continue to go back. The men that keep, yeah, I know. Um, She's got a bear trap for a vagina? Let's keep going back. I was going to say, what is it, you know? And they did mention something that she was, like, great in the sack. And it's like, come on. Is that really enough to go back? Anyway, she had done, let's see. Um, He had... Nobody fucks like crazy. <laughs> crazy fuck great, man, apparently. Although he now refuses to allow her to move in with him. They're together, but you can't live with me. The fighting became even more frequent, and most of his friends would no longer have anything to do with him while they remained together. All right. Skip to February 2000. A series of assaults on Price culminated with Knight stabbing him in the chest. Okay. <laughs> oh, there it is. Finally fed up, he kicked her out of the house... On, tw- on February 29th, he stopped at the Scone Magistrate's Court on his way to work and took out the restraining order in an attempt to keep her away from both himself and the children. Okay. First <laughs> logical step by any of the men in this entire scenario. Absolutely. We don't know what's going on with Chillingsworth, but uh, I'm, I'm, he had a very abridged section in the, in the whole thing. So. Yeah, they didn't talk much about him. He, he, uh, maybe he, maybe he, he was the did. smartest one of the group. Like, he's like, oh, man, I got gotta in, get out. Got out. Yeah, I gotta go. Hit it, quit I, it. I gotta go. I mean, and the, th- the crazy thing is that stabbing him in the chest is what finally fed, you know. Yeah. <laughs> finally, That's the I'm end. I'm fed up. That's the end. The stabbing is what did it. That afternoon, Price told his co-workers that if he did not come to work the next day, it would be because Knight had murdered him. 
Also, I look at some photos of her. She's not like this pro wrestler. She's not, you know, okay. and, and well, my thing is these men are clearly... She hasn't chalked up a kill yet, man. I'm not... I'm not. Well, they're petrified over them. The guy's yeah. telling his friends, I'm, you know, if it's because I'm dead and, and, you know, I don't know. To me, it seems that she's got some sort of presence to her. That Depending is, that on is... the tool, it doesn't really much matter the size of the person wielding it. That's true. Like if she's running around with a broadsword... <laughs> then you got to have some, you know, some strength to you. But she's carrying frying pans, irons, and butcher knives, like <laughs> yeah, household item. High so- yeah, I mean, it's you don't know, you don't see that shit coming. It's like, oh, clink, oh, <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, despite their pleas, his his workers were basically telling him, "Don't do it." Despite their pleas uh, that Price not return home, he stated that he was afraid Knight would kill his children if he did not. Mm-hmm. Why are you not calling the cops at this point if you're afraid? And of... have any of the children actually been injured at this point? That that I no, mean, the not, one was not saying not saying like whatever, but I mean she she tried to get one run over by the train, but they didn't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But no, technically, I no. mean, no, I I I just that that, that was postpartum. That was yeah, that, depression. <laughs> That was just that was just a little hiccup in the brain. We let it go. She had had a child really mur- long labor. Child murder. She she's re- rehabilitated from that. People murder. That's not so much. All right. Yeah, I know. And it, this is a, a super long thing. But here we're getting to the to the. Uh, well, I don't want to say good stuff. But despite their plea, da da da, uh, would kill his children if he did not. Price arrived home to find that Knight, although not there herself, had sent the children away for the sleepover to, uh, for a sleepover at a friend's house. Alarm bells are ringing. He then spent the evening with his neighbors before returning home and go, excuse me, going to bed at eleven. So, he still went home. Yeah. <laughs> went to bed. Oh, all right. Earlier that day, Knight had bought new black lingerie and had videotaped all of her children while making comments which have since been interrupted, interpreted as a crude will. She later arrived at Price's house while he was sleeping and sat watching television for a few minutes before having a shower. She then woke Price. They had sex, after which he fell asleep. Okay, again, uh, just the timeline. Like, who the fuck is the one verifying that she came in and watched TV? Like, yeah. She, okay, but go ahead. So he he's he's asleep. She we already know this is one of her triggers. She, Going to bed. It, she woke it, him it, up. He had sex with her. So yeah. maybe that's what all this is about. She's just dynamite in a sack. I, don't, I mean, maybe she she knocked is. the one dude apart for he only he only knocked it out three times and then she was like no buddy <laughs> no at 6 a.m the next day the neighbors became concerned that price's car was still in the driveway what time at 6 a.m six in the morning what fucking nazis do you <laughs> live around who's what are they getting up at like four every day like yeah and when he did not arrive at work his employer sent a worker to see what was wrong both the neighbor and the worker tried knocking on price's bedroom window to wake him but alerted police after noticing blood on the front door. (laughs) There it is. Somebody called the cops. Police arrived at 8 a.m. Breaking down the back door, police found Price's body. With night comatose from taking a large number of pills. Okay, police found Price's body, also found night in (laughs) sleep because she took a bunch of pills. She had stabbed Price with a butcher knife while he was sleeping. Mm -hmm. And then dragged him downstairs? Or did he do that on his own? I don't know. She had stabbed Price with a butcher knife while he was sleeping. According to the blood evidence, blood evidence, he awoke and tried to turn the light on before attempting to escape while Knight chased him through the house. <laughs> there you go. He managed to open the front door and get outside, but either stumbled back inside or was dragged back in the hallway. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, where he finally died after bleeding out. Okay. All right. Later, Knight went into Aberdeen and withdrew a thousand dollars from Price's account at the ATM. Whoa, 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 whoa! So, dudes, so the police go to the place. They find her comatose. Like, at what point did she take out the money? Yeah, it's strange. Later, did they just? They were just like, oh, I guess this was somebody else who did this. 
Well, it's it's weird the way that they did it, but essentially they're recalling the the crime scene, and then they just throw in that she went and got a thousand bucks. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. You're getting cash out, but your 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 exit strategy is killing yourself with pills. Yeah. Well, Price's autopsy revealed that he had been stabbed at least 37 times Mm -hmm. in both the front and back of his body, with many of the wounds extending into vital organs. All right, so she... 37 times. Several hours after Price had died, Knight skinned him and hung the skin from a meat hook on the... Wait a minute. What the fuck is going on? So the police have come, and they found the body... And then they're just like, we're leaving? No, so they're now it's recalling. It, now they're going back and telling the actual crime, I think, of well, what happened. So the skin Johnny went to the back door? <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Like, I, no, so she, forget the cops at this point. Okay. So what had happened is she, she stabbed him. He tried to run. She pulled him back in, stabbed him 37 times. Went, got money, came back. (laughs) Several hours after Price had died, Knight skinned him and hung the skin from a meat hook on the architrave of a door to the lounge room. Basically, the archway. Is that an archway? Architrave? All right. Thank you. She then decapitated Price and cooked parts of his body, serving up the meat with baked potato, (laughs) pumpkin... (sighs) Beetroot, zucchini, cabbage, yellow squash, and gravy in two settings at the dinner table, along with notes beside each plate, each having the name of one of Price's children on it. She was preparing to serve his body parts to his children. Mm-hmm. A third meal was thrown on the back lawn back lawn for unknown reasons. Ugh. <laughs> I just kind of... Hold on. I think the... Very confused, but okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna muscle past. We're that. gonna muscle past it because this is almost this is about all they had. The pot was still warm. Oh boy. Okay, hold on. Let's 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 backtrack here for a second. She killed him. She skinned him. She cooked him for his kids. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I'm with s- you. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm my my. My lack of commentary is not agreeing with this. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, yeah. A third meal was thrown on the back lawn for unknown reasons, and it is speculated Knight had attempted to eat it, but could not. Okay. This has been put forward in support of her claim that she has no memory of the crime. Price's head was found in a pot with vegetables. The pot was still warm. <sighs> estimated to be between 40 and 50 degrees Celsius. Why are they telling us that? Indicating that the cooking had taken place in the earlier morning. Sometimes later, sometime later, Knight arranged the body with the left arm draped over over an empty 1.25 liter soft drink bottle with the legs crossed. This was claimed in court to be an act of defilement demonstrating Knight's contempt for Price. Knight had left a handwritten note on the top of a photograph of Price, blood-stained and covered with small pieces of flesh. It read, Time got you back, Jonathan, for raping my daughter. You to Beck for Ross, for Little John. Now play with Little John's dick, John Price. Seems basically incoherent babble from a Okay. A psycho woman. Um, she's talking about her, his kids. and Wow. The accusations in the note were found to be groundless. Uh, I'm going to stop there for a second, and I want to get your opinion on, on what just happened, if it's actually that vile, because then I'll tell you actually what happened to her. To her? Well, yeah. Because okay. obviously the police found her comatose. Uh, okay, so, okay. so she's... <sighs> I, uh, I mean, on a scale the from first, 1 to 10. The first bit is um, I, I, the defense attorney, I guess, or whomever down the road was like, she has no memory of that. She claims to have had no memory of it. Her words. Right. right. Um, it depends, I guess, on the pills that she took. Like, if she, like, cooked her brain. Um, she, first off, she's not... A sound woman. That's not what I. That's that's definitely not the um, 
No, her entire the thought process here. It but it does seem like it's a lot of like attempted murder and then like her swan song. There was red flags of the entire thing. Yeah, yeah. And the only reason I felt like I should read all of it is because it was clearly the whole time we kinda laughed, like, okay, she's an idiot. She's she's a raving horrible mm-hmm. lunatic. Yeah. But I didn't think she was actually insane until I got to I, th- I think the, the real actual the you said real, swan song. I feel like that. The real <laughs> disturbing section of this entire thing is really more the timeline of it, like the fact that the whole last bit in the you know early two thousands, um, so like the late nineties two thousands, I mean especially like mental health was starting to come into like a really defined concern like taking a a much more proactive approach to uh, she's got a track record that's obviously off the charts i don't think she's insane like like where she could be well i mean yes she's insane but i don't think she can claim insanity in other words no i don't think she's mentally ill but see that's to the point where she she knew what she was doing this entire time i think she was conniving i think she was just an evil human being See, that's kind of the thing though man isn't it like uh Claiming insanity, you know, there's temporary insanity where somebody goes nuts and just fucking kills somebody out of rage, and but then there's there's like true, like deep seated insanity from like the base. Yeah, and I mean it's kind of to not go- justified to have the the person left in society for us to just <laughs> well, bounce around. No. But, you know, big red flag for me was the kid on the railroad tracks. Yeah, so that's where it starts getting. I'm like, okay. And I'm sorry, like, even if it's a wild animal, you slice an animal, just an animal's throat in front of someone, like, maliciously like that. That right there for me is the biggest, like, whoa, okay. And that's probably twisted because I should. it should be the baby. You're right. Well, no, I mean. But for me, it was like, okay, so she's she's vicious, Yes, like she's straight up vicious, and and okay, maybe it's a cultural thing. I'm, I'm I can't speak to the the claims of, you know, Australia. My kid doesn't like it either. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't, <laughs> assume, I wouldn't assume so. Um, but like Australia, definitely probably has a different mentality than you know what we do have here in America. So like, if your woman is beating you with a frying pan or stabbing you, you know, it's like. Come on, pussy, get it together. <laughs> you know? Man up, dude. Man up. Like, to, I mean, oh, how dude. many of these dudes didn't actually press charges? She actually got to the gun a couple times she early went, on. Yeah. You know, and said, I-, I need a restraining order against that. And that's actually the other side of the story that I'm kind of curious about because I'm, I mean, we've been going a long way. And, like, look, I, I'm not saying this is, this is going to come off really wrong. I'm not saying <laughs> that the dudes were doing something. To her, provoking to, her, to elicit oh, this 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 kind of behavior, and I'm not saying that the behavior was justified, even if there was something going on. But here's my deal: like, I know me personally, like, if you're not leaving the situation, like, completely leaving right. the situation, you're, you're going to defend yourself at some point. Well, like, yeah, true, okay. And as, if my kid is involved in the situation, like. A, I'm taking my kid out of that situation. But first if, thing you do, right? I, grab the kid and go. But these guys that keep going back and staying with her because she got the kids, like. So I would. The only thing, and because I kept going, well, so what is every one of these man, men? Are they just dumbasses? Are they are they low lives who can't get another woman? Or were they miserable? I don't know, man. The 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 fact that she's. She's roped in. We the, the Chillingsworth dude is the one I actually want to hear from. Because yeah. he's the one that got in and got out, right? Got in and got out. So the idea behind that is he wasn't willing to put up with this or that. But he doesn't obviously doesn't fit the mold of the rest of the guys. Yeah. In, so, in, in some way, shape, or form. Um, okay, the... The... <laughs> the... <laughs> Hannibal Lecter style. So cook the, they cook. actually call her the female Hannibal like, Lecter. When I was researching it, that was what they referenced. Like, 
Meanwhile, I've never heard of this this person before. Okay, They're, um, they are at some point, or were at some point, going to make a, a, a film, a movie, mm-hmm. and I can totally see why because it, it is insanely disturbing. Um, I know it took me like thirty minutes to read all of that. Partly is because of my reading ability, <laughs> but well, but truly is because we kept stopping because I, it is a confusing story because there's so many. Little pieces, right, 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 and and this isn't. I knew this subject matter wouldn't be as much of a, ha ha. Let's joke about it because there was so much of it, but it did completely just kind of leave me going, wow. Well, two things on that. Um, the body count's extremely low. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm not saying like that to be like, uh, you know, grim or, or terrible. <laughs> Sorry, I'll step it up next. But time. no, no, she's not a closer. Right. Like she, like the last one, she definitely she made up. For she went for the time. fences. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, you don't go from it. You don't really see a lot of these like serial killers or anything like that go straight into cannibalism. Like, yeah, that's true. And and if she had been a cannibal, like the whole time, which no. I mean, she threw the thing out. She couldn't even eat she it. She couldn't eat it. Yeah, right. So you got to kind of figure that she would have started that. I think. I feel like earlier. Yeah. Um, I looked everywhere to, to, for an interview of her, like they show all these photos of her. Um, and I'll, I'll show you in a little bit. You can Google it. It's everywhere. If you, you know, Catherine Knight, but, um, she, she's, there's nothing. I don't, I think they use the word ordinary, which I don't know what that means, but basically there's nothing. When you look at her and you read the story, it just doesn't, the pieces don't fit together. Right. It's pretty bizarre. Well, Um, here, (laughs) I really want to know what kind of pills she was on. I don't know why that she, makes that would make me. They tried. Well, I don't believe answer in this. I don't believe they actually said it, but they did say she was trying to make it appear as though she was trying to kill herself. Like so she, she was. She was faking suicide. But we got the video where it's supposed to be the last will and testament or whatever, where she's walking around in lingerie for her kids, yeah. pointing stuff out, right? Right. Like, yeah, I don't want the creepy moose head lamp in the, the living room, Mom, in your lingerie, but whatever. <laughs> right. uh, but, I mean, there are a lot of dudes that are in that creepy shit, so... That's true. I, I mean, maybe she's like, soaks her tits in blood and that's some guy's thing that's what they're into i i, I don't well and, just you know, so, play just with so, fire and you get burned kind of situation yeah uh, just so you know and just so i can put this down but like so she obviously she got arrested well, um, i fucking hope yeah, so dude but, so she tried to <laughs> self-defense well and the judge gave her life imprisonment um let's mm-hmm. see it was supposed to be uh, the most severe sentence for a female in Australian history, I believe. Yeah. Um, in June 2006, Knight appealed the life sentence, claiming that a penalty of life in prison without possibility of parole was too severe for the killing. <laughs> the, the, the judge said, fuck off. And basically, yeah, you're, you're, I, I, you're not getting out. Everybody's going to yeah. say, fuck off. <laughs> so it, 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 it ended with, she's locked up, and it kind of Do like... Do they have the death penalty there? They're no, just, I don't know. They're just not happy about killing women, I guess. I'm not sure, but that would deserve it. I mean, Given enough time, I could spin this whole thing into a fucking justice hate fuck piece about why we should have capital punishment. Um, <laughs> it's true, though. I, dude, I, and I don't... The, New South Wales abolished the death penalty for murder in 1955. Is that a fucking picture of it right there? No, it's not. I'll show you. All right, I don't, I don't need to see a fucking picture of her. It doesn't really. It's not going to change the narrative for me. Like, <laughs> I. So it, it's a story that kind of, and, and to be honest with you, the fact that you are you're not speechless, but um, you have less to say, less to say about this than I, I expected. Well, no, <laughs> but my my thing, I guess, the reason I don't have that much to say about it is just. Okay, she looks like a fucking school teacher, man. Yeah, yeah, not like a substitute. Substitute, like not one of those like teachers that you always see on the news who was like screwing one of her kids either. No, Uh, she's very. They use the word ordinary, and I kind of get it. There, she looks a little bit crazy. Um, I mean, you you, not that you would want to after you know this, but there's photos of the crime scene and, and things. They don't show too much of the skinned. 
yeah, well, body I, and all that. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of good without that. See, I like the gruesome fa- details, but there's certain times where I'm like, I'm okay because the, you know what bothered me the most about it? And the dog, the dingo dog. Well, no, yeah. no, no, no. Well, that did bother me, but no, the fact that she was going to feed him to her, to his. Children, yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, I don't know, I don't know how it. far ahead she went in the game plan for that, but I also like I, a lot of this story doesn't make sense to me. I think that's why I'm kind of stumped on this one is is because it doesn't make a lot of sense. Because she graduates from, like, she definitely has anger issues and some depression issues. That's obvious from the storyline. Right. But she graduates not only to murder, but, like, desecration of the body, cannibalism. cannibalism. And forcing cannibalism on children who, I mean, of, what, at least one of them was hers, right? Or were both of the kids hers? Uh, no, actually, I believe those two were not. I think they those were, his. were both his. Kids. Yeah, correct. Okay, so it forced cannibalism on on two other children. So uh, she went. I, she went very, off of the off they, of the off of a rocker right at the end. It's like it had all been kind of building up. Yeah, but we say right at the end, but like, well, she wasn't left out in the field to fucking lose it. But I, it seems like an extre- extreme amount of, like, premeditation Yeah. for this, this crime, right? Which is, I think, why they talked about the money thing. Like, right. she'd actually planned the entire but, thing out. But not only is it a lot of premeditation, then it's just kind of haphazard. Which I think makes sense, like, if she had this plan to do all this horrible shit to somebody, and then, like, the reality of the situation starts setting in, and... Man, I really want to know what those pills were. <laughs> because, like, if it was a downer or something, like, that's going to, you would assume, mute her killer instinct, right? Right. But something that would amp up her killer instinct, like a stimulant or an amphetamine. Was, uh, what was she on that would cause her to yeah, do all this? Like, was she a drug-addled? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, it was, did it? Did it start with, I'm going to fucking stab him in the heart, and then, like, it gets out of... I, mean, I know I kind of get back to this, like, it gets out of hand situation. Like, she obviously can't handle high-stress situations. And she... Clearly. And, and her brain is playing conspiracy theories on her, her, her life and her world all the time. Uh, but, man, you start throwing some chemicals in to- on top of that, and then inhibitions go up or down... It's true, and I sorry I even tried to look for it right now, and never said so. Yeah. You know, um, I guess so, it's forever a mystery, man. It's not forever a mystery. The bitch is still alive, man. Somebody sent her a letter. Did Somebody pin pal that right, bitch. Yeah, right, that bitch. We need answers. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't usually designate as a bitch, but like, I mean, come on, this this lady is a, a fucking nut. So, anyway, I, I mean, I guess. I'm not saying that the previous behavior doesn't show red flags. But I don't think that anybody could have seen those previous. That maybe the maybe the dingo. <laughs> but no, I don't think anybody could see the previous set of events leading to cannibalism, and maybe right. her leading job. to murder. Because he even said, "I'm probably going to yeah. get killed." But no one would have said, "Oh, and she's going to skin him and then cook him." And like literally, I would have smacked you in the face if this lady had just stabbed him in his bed, and that was the end of the story. Like if we'd have just literally gone through that entire bit. And she stabbed him at night in bed. I would have been like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. Of course, she sleeps with knives over her bed. Right. But the the skinning... Well, so which, tell me this. Which is her for, job. Which is her job. It is her, jo- her dream she's job. She's trained. Her dream she, job. She's a trained disemboweler and skinner. <laughs> yeah. um, obviously not a very good cook. Clearly. Because... She didn't want to eat it. She didn't want to eat it. It tastes awful. Uh, it was the, but that, it was again, the beans. <laughs> that again gets back to the, the reality of the situation setting into... Uh, um, I don't know, and we I might even I, I come back like, to this story. I feel like at some there's point. more think, in this story. Well, I think maybe we should. Maybe they'll end up being a part two at some point. Yeah, because there's. I feel like there's got to be more. Like, there, there. It's just a leap from basic, you know, domestic violence with weapons to where we end up. <laughs> right. So. Well. All right. I, I don't know. I, yeah, this it was a weird one. No, I, I mean I, it's 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 a good story. It's just like I'm kind of perplexed. I don't I don't know where we we go. Well, I like so, that. So so at the end of this episode, what we're doing now is I've created a list and Josh has created a list 
And these are topics that we both are really interested in. But the flip on this is that, so Josh is going to select without his own knowledge, a random selection from my list. So he has to fucking research and tell me the story that I want him to fucking tell me from now on. And, dum, he, dum, dum. and, and he's going to, and I'm going to do the same thing. So like, on I'm stoked episode. about I'm stoked about this. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Like, I'm, so I so I don't know if I'm more excited to pick yours or for you to pick. Yeah, mine. I, I think it's it's a little bit of both, man. It's the anticipation of not knowing what's coming because neither one of us has seen each other's list. Right. So he doesn't know what the fuck he could end so up. So my pick in yours first. Yeah, man. You're, I mean, I'm not gonna pick on your episode. Oh yeah, no shit. Um, how many do I got to choose from? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yes. All right. Here we go. Uh, number Ooh, fifteen. Number fifteen. What do we got here? drum roll oh you you get off easy man there's a ton of shit on this <laughs> okay the slender man stories yep dude i almost put him down no shit yeah because so there's some cool stuff about him the, man. it's all over the place um and oh, also yeah. kind of like i i believe that some of the backstory of of the slender man story not to not to uh hint at the next episode but uh, I, I don't want this in my life. Uh, and I, I hear that like if you start researching Slender Man, he shows up in your life. So, <laughs> <Fuck> off. <laughs> so I'm making you do the research. Fantastic. And, and Note to self: I'll be doing research <laughs> upstairs, yeah, yeah. like during the day. So yeah, uh, now fuck it, bring it on, Slender Man. Yeah, I so, ain't scared. So actually, you know what's funny? I was just thinking about that. Like certain stories are gonna really like, like get to me, like. I'm, I act like I'm tough and shit. Like, I'm I'm brave because I can do, like, haunted houses and watch scary movies and shit. You're brave because, like, if somebody breaks into your house, you're going to meet them at the door. Like, <laughs> fucking, like, that's not my kind of brave. So, no, no. I talk a lot of shit, but truth be told, well, yeah. if Slender Man shows up, I'm fucking done. Yeah, but, I mean... Game it, over. Yeah. So, we'll see We'll see how your research does on the Slender Man. Yeah, all right, cool. Obviously, another storyline where we have no ending... Because Whatsoever. it's not like we can fucking solve this. But there's a lot of shit about him, there's so I'm excited. All right, all right. We'll end on that note, man. God. That... Sleep well tonight on that one. <laughs> You're going to be thinking about that fucking story, though, I swear. <laughs>